We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Veiled Podcast, in bed with Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture Zone. New name, same people, more stuff. Hello, Chalutz. Hello, Jade. How are you? I've been seeing your face far too regularly in the last good, week or it? so. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it is just a cardboard effigy of yourself. Yes. That's where I'm at best, I suppose, because you don't have to talk to me. I would disagree. <laughs> I'd prefer to talk to you than... It, it's really quite um, creepy, but it's now at home at Piney Ford, which is um, interesting. At home, though? Yeah, at home. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that's not... My home. Well, <laughs> you do appear in quite a lot of their uh, marketing material. I do still get fan mail from the ad, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> do you really? Um, uh, all the time. Is there a reason Ben Rogers carries a passport photo of you in his wallet? Uh, it's a long, long story. Mm. I don't think we have time for it on the podcast. We don't have time or you don't want to give it away? <laughs> you can get Ben in and he can talk, talk about it one day. <laughs> Interesting. I would uh, suggest that everyone locally keeps an eye on their socials because things are about to get very entertaining with Cardboard can't Charlie. Wait, can't wait. Well, we haven't had you like live on oh, the podcast yeah, on the for podcast. a while. Yeah, no, haven't been. It's all been Zoom. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is how many have you done with people? This is yeah. the second one. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Since restrictions were eased last week. Mm. Yeah. Back at Network House too, which is exciting. Lovely. Saw Jack wandering around out there. He's building a studio out there. Where? Well, he's not right now, but. Um, <laughs> He wants to. Oh, a he, legit one. Like, well, I don't know how legit it'll be, but it'll no, be a no, separate room. Yeah, 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 yeah. That we can keep the podcast gear set up in, and other groups could use it. Nice. How exciting! It is exciting. Well, you're full of conversation. Noel Costa, how are you? <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's great. Jade. That's great. That's great. <laughs> how are you, Jade? <laughs> terrific. Terrific. We had a lot to get through with you, but I just learnt some very interesting information. So you're not going to play the Richmond thing. <laughs> You're a Tiger supporter. I am, absolutely. I just said to Charlie before we need to have a chat about the football scene. The AFL is coming back Thursday week. Yeah, the 11th. And you're not. You're a Carlton supporter. Are you looking forward to the football coming back or no? You know what? It's kind of boring with no crowds. I have. I do have an idea for an app though. So. AFL, and this is patented by Charlie Albanese, just in case it goes. Is it really? Anyway, well, it will be soon. <laughs> anyway. pa- but, pending patent. Pending mm. patent, yeah. Uh, I want to get an app. So as you're watching TV, if you want to like say, oh, you can hit a button. That's the most annoying thing about crowds. No, or like if you want to cheer, like the cheer button. So as you're watching the football, and then the players get feedback as well. So it eggs them on. And then the more people that are hitting cheer. I think you'll find Fox Footy um, already planning. Yeah, I know, but that's not to the players, though. That's only just to us. That's right. How are they going to do it to the players? The speakers in the MCG. Oh, speakers. Yeah, okay. Oh, Mm. no, they're all going to have headpieces. Well, I was going to say, oh, you're going to mic them all up. We don't want to influence the umpires, though, do we? Yeah. Well, that's what, and but that's what I mean by the most annoying thing in football is yeah. that whenever anyone's touched with the ball, the entire crowd go, Boo! well, that's not cool with the ball, that's football. Yeah, but it, it's the atmosphere. Nine times out of ten. It's what we want. Though. Interesting. But community football, we'll have to get Phil in at some point too to talk about 
the Sunraysia Football Netball League. Netball Vic during the week has come out and said you can start training again in preparation for community netball. So I saw Richo the other day. Did you? And uh, he was walking his dog as well. And he said um, they don't like. He doesn't like the looks of it of actual football around here starting up. No, and that will be because if they can't have crowds, it's not viable yeah, because that's the where their revenue comes from. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, even junior footy, like how do you separate families? Well, you, you can't. Like it just, it's just not going to work. How many kids are going to want to play without their mums and dads and yeah, you know, watching so, them? So. Sad, but. It is sad, but I tell you what's not sad, having the entire weekend where you don't have to go somewhere, it's starting to wear thin a little bit and I do just want to sit down and watch footy from, you know, like a live game of footy rather than a grand final from 30 years ago. There's definitely a gap on Friday nights, isn't there, when you you get home from work. Sunday afternoons too. Yeah, you know, otherwise you've just got to go into the garden. Yeah. No. I can think of a million things to do before I get into the garden. Are you a gardener, Jillots? Yeah, I love it. Do you? Just getting back to my roots, you know. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> you know, as a horticulturalist. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What kind of things are you growing in your garden? Uh, actually, I've got succulents that I've killed. <laughs> I've, had to re- I've had to replant. You know they say you can't kill succulents? No, you That's can. A, it's a lie. Yeah. yeah. I've done it not nearly three times now. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, no, I, I can kill anything. It's great. So that, I guess that counts you out for farmer once a wife then. <laughs> Again, no farm. <laughs> no, clearly you're not a farmer because you can't grow <laughs> cactuses or cacti. Yeah, even uh, it's funny that in my backyard I tr- I've tried to grow trees and shrubs and somehow they just don't they just don't take off. I can't work it out. Like I think I love them too much. It's too much water, too much fertilizer. Oh, that, again, that could answer a lot of questions, Charlie, couldn't it? No. It could. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, no. Uh, what do you got there? You've got paper and everything. Of course I've got paper. Mm. Oh, good. He's an accountant. I'm missing, yeah. missing the calculator, but we're good oh. to go. So we wanted to talk to you again, Noel, because You're a people, sponsor. Well, um, yes, that, that yeah. too. And we're really grateful. We are. But there is a very good reason for wanting to chat to you today, and that is because with lots of people are now working from home and potentially having to buy equipment, computers, chairs, desks, etc., etc. Surely there's a lot more tax deductions on the cards this year. Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot more, oh. but the ATO have clarified some rules and given taxpayers three options to work from home. Option one is the, we call it the lazy method. It's the, the shortcut method. That's mine. <laughs> when so, it comes to tax, that's so me. So you really need to document how many hours you're working from home and claim 80 cents an hour. So that's the shortcut method. Really? Yeah. That that covers basically everything and doesn't always provide the best outcome. You have to keep a log, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm, like you do, apparently you do with your car. Yeah. We all do with our cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a situation which covers, you know, you're working at the kitchen table, you don't need an office at your, in your home, and the ATO will just let you climb, allow you to claim 80 cents per hour this financial year. Wow. Which is, which is, which is good. How does that work, though, if you're – for example, you might have a desk in – you've got an open plan living house, you might have a desk there. So you could be back and forward from the – especially if you've got kids at home, yep. you can be back and forward to the computer, to the sink, yep. to the oven, to the dishwasher, yep. to the kids, back to the – you know, you could be at that computer four times over an hour yep. but for 15 hours of the day. Can you yep. claim that entire 15 hours? That gets quite blurred. But <laughs> look, um, 
I'll, I'll go through the other methods first. Sure. And that might help answer that question. Okay. So the second method is what they call the fixed rate method. And that allows you to claim 52 cents an hour rather than 80. I don't know how they come up with 52 cents, but that's what they come up with. But over and above that, you can claim the cost of your, your mobile phone per month, internet fees, any depreciation on the computer or office desk like you referred to. Mm. So that provides a better outcome, the fixed cost method. And the third method is the actual cost method. And that becomes a little bit more difficult to calculate because then you've got to apportion and divide and work out how much power you use. Yeah. Um, How do you work that out? That seems way too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, divide your, your rates and say, well, my office takes up 10% of floor space of my entire house and things like that. That becomes quite problematic, yeah. so I'd avoid that one. So option two would be the best option, the fixed rate method, 52 cents per hour and, and the ability to claim your phone and internet and other depreciation on other items. Now, in the event that the example you're talking about, if you're working from home, that's fine. If you work, as long as you're legitimately working from home and, and incidentally attending to your children, maybe mm. even feed them. <laughs> if they, you can need feed to. Them, they can feed themselves. Uh, in that situation, though, yeah, you'll still be entitled to claim the full really? time that you're working from home. Interesting. Other than you know, your but normal problem aren't you out for lunch. Working at home, from home? Um, oh, see, I do both. I work in town up until, you know, pre-COVID, I was working in town two days a week. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I do, I, so I have two, in fact, three hot desks sort of set up. I've got another one in Swan Hill, another one in Mildura if I need, one in Mildura I don't use very often, but um, and I don't pay anything for it, nor do I pay anything for the one in Swan Hill. So I just kind of go, meh, it's fine. It's not costing me anything, so. I should have said there's a distinction between Working from home as an employee mm-hmm. and working and running a business and working from home. Oh, go on, home-based businesses. Right. Yes. So this is where those three methods don't apply to those who are self-employed working from home. <sighs> oh, no. It never to, does. Sorry to burst your <laughs> it bubble, It never Jade. does. I've just bursted your bubble. So when you're running a business from home, it is only your designated area that you can claim – as home office, so we're talking about <laughs> back to the actual cost method. So we're talking about percentage of the rates, percentage of your mortgage, percentage of utilities, phone, and things like that. You so should. you can't, you cannot adopt the flat rate method, Jade. You mm. get, the lazy option is not an option for you. Don't you do everything in the shed where the gym <laughs> yes. equipment is? Yes, I do. In and fact, I do yeah. a lot out there. Yeah, and isn't that part of your work? Yes. The gym stuff? Yes, it is. I think you can claim all that too. That's, what I'm, I, That's well, what I'm hearing. <laughs> I, am, I am indeed making a lot of videos out there yeah. to go on the internet, so obviously that's that falls under <laughs> what I do. Is that right, Noel? If that's your place of work. Is this why I make accountants nervous? Because <laughs> I start asking questions That's about good. what probing I can probing. No different to any other client. Oh, good. Just keep probing. Good. So, now you just spoke about travel before. So, yeah. travel from work to work is mm. deductible. Is it? Yep. So, I should be putting in. So, this is, I don't normally on my logbook when I submit it for um, interview tax, or I don't put driving to like home to Robinvale or anything like that. Should I be? You're from workplace to workplace. So what you what I'm referring to, if you're going to Swan Hill yes. for work, yes. Yeah, then that I do. And some, Mildura yeah. and all yes. the other travel I so do. So that travel yeah. is is business related yeah. travel. As long as you have an income to be able to well, that, the, the technical term they use is nexus, but as long as you have a have a relationship between the income and the expense, yes. then yeah. that, that, that is deductible and that travel will be deductible. Perfect. Oh. Again, I think travel to the Australian Open every year. You know, I'm there obviously <laughs> well, working. I try I try to um <laughs> I took a picture once of, a, of a, the inside of an ambulance when I was in Brazil. 
And I asked him, I said, can I claim this whole trip now? And Why do I remember that? <laughs> yeah, but that's a valid point, Charlie. Every time I'm travelling, even if I'm on holidays, I'm like, surely if I take, if I, I mean, okay, here's a legitimate question, Noel. I've got a travel agent who, uh, Sunset of Travel and Holidays in Swan Hill, who um, I do their social media for. If I'm on holidays in Fiji, for example, and I take, <laughs> shut up, Charlie, <laughs> and I take a photo and I post it on their Instagram, um, promoting Fijian holidays, et cetera, et cetera. Can I claim part of the trip on tax? I'm working. That's work. That's a small part of the trip. <laughs> I, I might do it every day. Okay, I'll take that as a serious question. Yeah. Don't listen to now, him. It is a serious question. So remember, when we're being asked to explain ourselves, mm. a lot of times the ATO's already formed a view. Mm. So if they've formed a view that it's unlikely that it's business-related, it's really stacked against you to prove otherwise. But does that, because the industry, particularly like the digital industry, is changing so quickly, are the people forming those views up to date with that industry? Yeah, but Jade, you didn't go to Fiji to take a picture. I may have. You went to Fiji on a holiday. And I, actually, I beg to differ there. When I'm deciding where I'm going, I wouldn't go to somewhere that, for example, I couldn't use for one of my clients. And I do that with everything. Manang this year? (laughs) Yeah, we'll be Manang this year. Okay, (laughs) best case scenario to claim a deduction Mm. is that it would be a portion. So out of the, if you're in Fiji for 10 days Mm. and one of those days was designated to taking photos or happy clips or whatever you look to do, you could claim one-tenth of your flight, accommodation, Travel, but only yours, not Luke's and the kids. That's no, right. yeah, obviously. That's right. Yeah. So you can apportion, and there's, yeah. there's definitely there's guidance material around that. Yeah, interesting. Yep. That is interesting. Provided that you have a contract or an agreement that you're you're, you're undertaking that work on behalf of yeah someone. Interesting. What happens if I take my laptop and I work in the <laughs> at the resort? But these are questions that because. Because you're working from home. Well, because no, 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 not necessarily working well, from home. But if you're taking your laptop while you're travelling, can you claim any of that? No. Oh, damn it. Okay, here's another one. I've got nothing to claim at all because we get everything, which is good. Mm. Like all our uniforms and it gets washed and everything. So, but what about the laundering of said uniforms? Can you no, claim that? They wash it for us. Do they? Yeah. Wow. Oh, mate, they're looking after it's, you. It's only uh, the shirts we have to wash ourselves, but yeah, whatever. It's only. You bring them home to Mary anyway. No, no, they, no. they get lost. I, I really, because you know, you only get so many shirts. This is totally off topic. But anyway, <laughs> Not really. Only, no, I'm interested. You only now. get so many uh, sets of uniform, so you can't really go leaving them anywhere. So, like, you need to be washing them regularly yourself. I would certainly hope so, especially now because with the whole COVID thing. Mm. Well, that applies to all clothes, though, Charlie. Yes. You should, you should be washing them regularly anyway. No, no, but I mean, like, you can't get more than <laughs> one wear, like an afternoon's wear of a shirt kind of thing. You shouldn't be – maybe it's just me, but you shouldn't be getting any more than an afternoon's wear out of a shirt anyway. A work shirt. I wear an undershirt. Any shirt. You wear an undershirt underneath it. Do you wear a singlet? No. So we you wear a singlet, but you don't wear jocks? No, we have undershirts. Like, so T-shirts like this. Oh, I'm getting all sorts of imagery in my head now. Let's move on. Noel, I've got another oh, one for you. Far away. Yeah. I don't see what's Anyway, go. <laughs> oh, no, of course you don't. So I've got another client who uh, dirt works, the ride park in Mildura. Yep. I'll quite often go there and take drone footage. I need a new drone. Can I claim that? 
Keep talking. Okay. So I'll quite often go and take drone footage, especially when they're wanting to promote the hire of their water cart, the opening hours of their track, et cetera, et cetera. And if I could get the four-wheel drive around the track, which I can't, um, I'd love to take some track footage and stuff like that. Can I? Can I, with the instant asset write-off at the moment, if I was to buy, let's say, a Kawasaki KLX 250 and a GoPro, could I claim that on the instant asset write-off? You've got to remember when... Yes or no, no. Being looked, it's not a yes and no answer. Oh, I'm interested now. So you're dealing with sceptical people from the ATO. Yes. So the onus of proof is on to you to determine the extent. Now, they use the word the extent of business use. Mm-hmm. So we're back to documentation, records... So if you, can, if you can prove that you've used a GoPro on the bike for 30% of the time that it, of your ownership... Oh, mate, done. ...that <laughs> you can demonstrate that that's used and, and be able to argue with the ATO successfully and you've got all this documentation in place because you've got written agreements to say, yes, I've, I've got a contract to do this work and also that I've used the bike and you've, you can prove that you've used the bike. If it's 30%, then you can claim 30% of that those items mm. as the write-off. So 30% now, this is another question that I get confused by, 30% yep. of the total purchase price or 30% of the GST? Well, it's both, if you're registered for GST. There you go. Ah. So, yeah, But you're walking on very, very thin ground here and if you're dealing with suspicious and sceptical people <laughs> and the ATO asking you the question... Yep. But if you've you got a need, YouTube... You need, you need, yep, you need some very, very strong documentation and yeah. video footage to demonstrate that that's the case. Yeah. So if you've got a memory card full of all these videos that you've done and it's placed on Dirtworks YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, that'd be your documentation. And if say. you have a diary log to say, yep, this is on this, on this particular day, this is the work that I undertook and I used the GoPro and the bike was used as well. If the asset is used towards an income-producing purpose... Mm. To the extent – now, the, the legisl- I keep saying the word extent because I'm going back to the legislation mm. – to the extent that it's used to derive that income, that asset is deductible. But you must have documentation. You just can't say to the ATO, it's for you to prove it. That's not how it rolls. Mm. The onus is. of proof is on the taxpayer. Yeah. So, like in this area with the farmers and that, like a ute, obviously, that's pretty easy to claim. Yes. Yep. So you can go down to Pioneer Ford. Are they another one of us? Well, they, they <laughs> <laughs> Pioneer Ford's are clients of Clear Eyes New Media and this is a Clear Eyes yeah. New Media production. And that's 30% of that? Is that what we said? No, the entire... No, no, that's the entire amount in that example. So a ute, oh. mm. if, it's a, if it's a commercial yeah. vehicle used 100% for business, mm. yep. 100% of that, of that value of that vehicle, up to 150000 so is an immediate tax write-off. So mm. let, let me just get a couple of things straight here. It's not dollar for dollar refund back to the client. You're only getting back what tax you pay. Yeah. So if it's a $30,000 item and you pay 30 cents in a dollar tax, you only receive, you're receiving a $9,000 tax benefit immediately. Mm. You would have got that tax benefit anyway over the next three or four years. Mm. Yeah. But because of the write-off, you get, you're getting that tax benefit in this tax year. Yeah, right. But okay. does, the, does then that put you in a more negative position for the two and three years following that? Yes. Right. Because you have no ability to claim that item any further. So it's accelerating that deduction Mm. into this year. So it's not a free kick. It's an accelerated free kick. 
And there you go. That's the fine print that we need to be aware of. Because I get excited by things like these. And you see people advertising, like Ford have got ads running at the moment, going, get, you know, claim your instant asset tax runoff. And you're like, great. Well, I've got a, I know I've got a $30,000 tax bill coming. I'll go out and buy a $50,000 ute. So then next year, and you're offset after. it. Yeah. Yeah. So then in the next year, you can't claim that, that item in your tax. No, because it's written down to zero. Right. There you go. So that's, that's a timing. Important. It's the, 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 it, it's a timing issue. It's a mm. timing program. Yeah. The instant asset write-off is, is just purely timing. Mm. So, oh well. So I was going to say. So when would you advise people? Like, well, you can't advise people not to do it because you're going to do it. Aren't so you? the question, the type of questions I ask my clients is that: Are you likely to update any equipment or machinery over the next two or three years? Because now is a great opportunity to do it. In particular, if you've experienced a, a good in, year, income-wise, yeah. Mm. So it's it's just. And, and out of that, some clients walk away and say, geez, Noel told me to go and buy a ute. Or, yeah. That Noel sounds told like me Donnie. to go and buy a tractor. And, <laughs> um, but it's how you're, it's asking the question. Yeah. And then the client said, well, I was going to update that anyway. So I thought, well, if you're going to update it, interest rates now, I've got clients financing tractors at 0.07%. Really? 0.1%, yeah. Wow. Yeah, some of the dealerships are locally on Mujura. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so it's a great time, not only from a financing perspective, but from an accelerated tax perspective to go and finance the goods. So if you take this example that let's just go, let's just say that you finance an $80,000 spray tank mm. and it's delivered tomorrow, provided you've accepted delivery of it and made that first finance payment, which may only be $1,500 in the first month, mm. you get to claim the $80,000 tax deduction wow. this year. So you think about it in terms of you've only spent 1500 to get an $80,000 deduction. Mm. So that's how powerful the timing of it mm. can be. Yeah. But you're denied to claim that deduction moving forward. Yeah. So it's like you just bring So then next year if you've got the same problem with um, paying too much tax, you haven't got nothing to, compl- to claim really. You can't buy that, 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 that item is written off to yeah. zero. Mm. Correct. And the other thing too yeah. which gets missed from small business is that the 150 write-off applies to your existing pool of assets. So if you have – $120,000 worth of assets in your books mm. existing, mm. you can write that off this tax year. Can you? Yes. And that's been lost in the fine print as well. Yeah. Yep, I had no idea about that. Yep. That's really interesting. And that includes assets. Does that include all, like your hardware, laptops, computers? Any plant equipment, machinery, those type of – Yeah, right. Yep. So yeah. if you're, if you're you coming – I was going to say, so everything that's sitting on the desk yeah, right here – It's written off, so you can take it to the tip after this because it's got a scrap value of zero. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I won't because it's an exceptional setup we've got here now. Yeah. Now tell me about – Charlie's talking about people that have or may have income tax problems, which is not a bad position to be in really. If you're having to pay tax, then yeah, – You're making money. You're making money. That's what my father always tells me when yeah. I whinge about my tax bill – the tax deductions as far as donations go through um, entities that are listed as having the um, – what is it, the non-GD? Yeah, so, NGD. yeah um, the – well, you're talking about charitable – yeah. charitable institutions. Yes, that, yeah. you, that can accept – like RDHS, for yeah. example. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. the 42K at the moment, people can donate through the website or directly with RDHS and get yeah. a tax invoice. Yeah. And how much of that can they claim as a tax deduction? Yeah, that, that is deductible, but once mm. again, so if it's a hundred dollars, that hundred dollars comes off your assessable income, mm. it's offset, and you're entitled to a tax deduction. And if you're paying thirty cents in the dollar, you get back thirty dollars out of that hundred. That could be refund. significant, though, yeah, can't it? That'll be next year's, won't it? No, because um, 
Because I think I've donated, but it hasn't come out of my account yet. Isn't it just pledged? No, you can you can donate. You can go and donate on the website. Yeah. So the money is paid into that account right now. I can't remember what I did. But. I can't remember what you did either. I haven't looked at the... But, for example, so we've had a lot of cash donations in the last couple of months and took a bag into the girls at RDHS for them to... Because I don't want to know about the banking and the admin and all that kind of stuff. But... I give them a list of people that need tax receipts yep. so they can then go and claim. For example, Piney Ford made a <laughs> charitable donation and yep. acquiring Cardboard Charlie. So Ben can then go and claim that $200 yes. with his tax invoice. Correct. Yeah, right. Yep. So the term we're looking for before is a PBI, public benevolent institution. Right. Yep. Okay. That's the status from the ATO. Yes. Because yep. Functional Arts also auspice the podcast if people want to make charitable donations through them because they've got that same status. Yep. So there's a couple of decent ways that I suppose if you have got income, you can help your community. You can. What about mm. the Patreon? No. That's not that's claimable. Not donation, no. no, that's, that's more just, of a, that's yeah, a, just buying stuff. a kind, yeah. yeah, goodwill thing. Yeah. You're not a patron anyway. Yeah, I know. No, your but, brother is. Yeah, but, you know, I provide the, the lols. <laughs> you provide you provide a what? Lollies? The lols. Oh. <laughs> Get with the young people talk, Jade. Jeez. <laughs> You're older than me. As long as you don't provide your shirts. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or anything else, that's enough. <laughs> right. Well, there's lots of valuable information there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot going on at the moment. Coming up pre-June, we're getting a lot of queries and questions and no different either. to what you're asking, Jade. Yeah. And, and, and no, there's no such thing as a, as a silly question because until um, – we don't get to see the detail. The mainstream media print – the, the sensationalised um, headlines and not often there's not enough detail often. Yeah. And and clients can be misled from the mainstream information mm. that's out there. And in, in, in that instant asset write-off is a classic. Yeah. Because well, it does get you quite excited and go, well, I need a new drone, need a new laptop. Maybe I could buy a motorbike from yeah. this. Yeah. What else is around? Do you, um, do you keep your fingers on grants and stuff like that or...? Yeah, so from time to time we yeah. do see the grants and, and funding that's available out there to, to clients. Anything new come out pre-June? Well, there's other there's a lot that related to the, the government measures, and as I spoke about last time from the federal government, the yeah. job keepers and, yeah. and the job seekers and things like that. But also if you log on to um, your state uh, revenue website, so you've got Office of Fair Trading and things like that, you're seeing it relevant states that there's, there's grants out there and there's, there's a small business, I think I mentioned it in the yeah. last podcast, the $10,000 grant offered by the, Viz, the Vic, Vic government for small business. And, and what they've actually done is that they've written letters to all those clients that were not approved in the first instance and asked them to reapply. Because what happened was they had classifications and the industry classification was quite specific in its scope. Mm. It had to really have a theme of hospitality, it's a lot of the cafes and, and caravan parks and uh, they're eligible. But, but then um, obviously that first round got accepted and now they've written to those other applicants to say, look, would you like to reapply? So suddenly now they're industries. So we're seeing secondary industries like retail stores and things like that becoming right. eligible when, when they weren't necessarily eligible in the first instance. That's interesting. So and that's, um, that's the Vic, Vic government boost. That's, um, I've that, noticed that coming up on my Facebook and Twitter feed yeah. a lot lately. Yep. Um, That'll just be on their website, I'd say. Mm. Go to that. Yeah, it is. And, and I think what's happened is that they've come into more funding, whether they come from the federal level, I'm not too sure, 
but or they anticipated on handing out more money than what they actually did. Does it's this funny where all this money's coming from all of a sudden? I was just going to ask <laughs> like the same the question. <laughs> Does this make you nervous, yeah, Noel, as yeah. a money man? Yep. So I just come out of my previous meeting um, earlier, and and you're concerned about these tax cuts that were promised in 2024-25. Um, I'm just concerned that a change in government and and then suddenly they won't come. Um, yeah, the, the new government may think you know Scamo completely lost the plot here. Look what left what mess he's left us in, and yeah. and mm. we just fear as though that there'll be some potentially some increase in uh, taxes, potential GST, company tax rates, personal tax rates. The the money has to be clawed back in some format. Mm. True. And these are questions that, you're right, don't get asked in the mainstream media and, and some people will, f- and it's just like the everyday tax questions. You know, sometimes people might feel comfortable asking their accountant or thinking I sound like an idiot or I sound stupid, but I'm the first one to go, I plead ignorance when it comes to money and taxes because that's not my deal. Podcasts and creativity are my deal. This is why um, you're paying Noel though, because he knows all about it. Noel's sponsoring us. You're paying her to give her advice. <laughs> but I said to, like I said to Luke, I said, my accountant said no to the motorbike thing. If Noel turns around and says yes, it's well, possible. He, he can't say yes. But, yeah, yeah, well, I might have a new accountant by the end of the week. But these are things that I think need to be put on the table publicly because unless we ask the question, we're not going to know and being aware of what is potentially the outcome or how it's benefiting us is really important. Yeah, that's that's true and it's the whole freedom of speech thing and, and, and the latest thing that I've been reading about is, is the rollout of 5G and, um, and sort of the health impacts that has as well. So, Ask Charlie, he's got a 5G phone. We're all going to get yeah. coronavirus now. Well, we just right here. <laughs> just... <laughs> But that's another topic, so we'll yeah. move on. It's yeah, and it is the internet's full of these conspiracy theories at but, the moment. Uh, I was just thinking something the other day, and apparently the same thing happened when three G got rolled out, and so and same with four G, and we're not dead yet. So. No. No, thanks very right. much for coming in. You Thank got, you. Have you got more that you need to chat no, about? No, that's that's all I've got for today. But more than happy to come back and answer more questions and, and or fill in, fill in the grey areas. Well, yeah, people can people can actually call you, book Absolutely. an appointment. <laughs> actually, you probably can't because he's way too busy all the time. Yeah, you're here in Robinvale a lot now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, between now and June 30, a couple of days a week. Yeah, wow. Down, yeah, just to visit clients and to catch up. Where do you so, work out of when you're here? Um, we, we, we actually hire a little office at the front of the resource centre, but I, I generally go and visit clients at, at their premises so they feel more comfortable with that. And Fair enough. That fills, in, fills yeah. in my day in Robinvale. I'll get looked after very well, yeah. so I can't complain at all. You'd have it. I think Mum said you're going there Friday. I was going to say, where are you going for lunch and dinner and <laughs> afternoon tea? You'd have it all mapped out, wouldn't you? Yeah, Mary's a very good cook. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm stick around until Friday. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have breakfast. Uh, yeah, that's good. I have to go to Joel Mary's. Mm. Yeah. The link for Southern Cross Business Advisors is on our website and we'll share. I noticed that there's been a bit of activity on your socials too, so we'll share that as well. Thanks, Thank you Noel. very much. And I'll just uh, We have a great area um, on our website, just refer to resources and the COVID-19. We have a lot of excellent material there, which helps explain a lot of the um, COVID-19 stimulus me- measures that are out there. Thanks, Noel. Thank you. Thanks for your time. All right. See you, Noel. We have a little confession to make. We've snuck into bed with someone different. They've had a bit of a makeover, changed their name, and they've got so much more on offer now. How on earth could we resist? Get your mind out of the gutter. We've jumped into bed with Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture Zone to bring you the Vale podcast each week. Same people, now they just have more stuff, like beds, couches, and all sorts of beautiful furniture for your home. And appliances? 
and toys for the kids and the bigger kids. Oh, and they're also the Bendigo Bank and Telstra dealer, as you'd know. So honestly, with so much going on and a handsome new look, why wouldn't we jump into bed together? They're still open and trading too with social distancing and infection control measures in place so you can get what you need coming into winter. Robinvale Appliances and Furniture Zone have jumped into bed with us. So you should do the same and support small local businesses like them. couple of weeks. I got used to having Ali on almost every week during... Uh, oh, yeah. I, I know. I feel neglected today. I know. Sorry. Sorry. But we've got <laughs> we've got a plethora of positive reasons to talk to you today. <laughs> Heaps of big announcements. Yeah. Heaps of big announcements. Well, the announcements were made on, what, Monday Monday evening, afternoon, that Robin Vale, through the Victorian Government Building Works Program, is getting $500,000. Where's the applause? Oh. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great. Yes, yes. And and we're so excited about that because it's also um, not long um, since uh, we got some housing funding uh, for MVAC, which was 300000 So that's like a nice tidy um, 800000 in the last, you know, I don't know, maybe a couple of months. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so we're really excited. Still a long way to go. We always need more for Robindale, but, but um, that was it, was it was pretty cool to make sure, to, to see that Robindale was on that list of recipients. Mm. Um, for the building work, yeah. Mm. And this is, Charlie, if you don't know the yeah, backstory, the, yeah, the Ronald Street yeah. subdivision. So that is just a proactive initiative between council and now state government who we didn't think were going to buy into the idea of property development essentially. If only you can get federal on board. Yeah, I know, only. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we're going to start literally building houses for um, executive worker positions, so executive and professional workers. And um, with any luck, the workers' village on Bromley Road will happen next year if we can – it's all that hoop jumping and things that, you know, when you're developing Mm. anything, easements and drainage and – I see they're already marked out along there. They are, yeah. Geez, that didn't take long. Although they've been marked out for a while. They have been marked, yeah, because we got the title and we were going to do it regardless, um, but we had gone to the state government and said, um, we'll put in half a million. How about you guys put in half a million? And honestly, we – we didn't think that it was going to happen. So when John rang me on Monday night, I was punching the air and skipping and <laughs> yay. So, yeah, it's brilliant. So within literally within 12 months now we'll have a couple of new houses there, which Good. is awesome. Yeah. So thanks, Ellie. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's, it's really it's really exciting. But, but hey, look, I mean, I, you know, this, this really is um, – you know, credit to council because this, this has been a council-driven thing, you know, um, and I'm, I'm very happy to acknowledge that. Um, you know, this, this was a this was a, a process that was very much about what what is shovel ready. Mm. Um, the department was able to um, and the department was able to advise ministers and the government as to what was shovel ready. Um, and in most of the cases of, of the um, the projects that received this building work funding. Um, it was because councils had been very proactive with departments saying what was ready to go. Um, so departments were, were able to advise government. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to be in the mix. Um, it's good to, to, you know, when you're a politician, <laughs> to be associated with these things. Um, but, but certainly I'm, I'm very, very, you know, more than happy to acknowledge that this was really councils doing the hard work. Yeah, this is – and it's this has actually been – quite quick like the process or you know it's been 12 months in the making and it came from a an off-the-cuff um conversation in Canberra last year and me being a bit yeah. of a child and going well why not why not why not yeah why yes not? but that's um, that's 
that's the secret, Jade. That's exactly. <laughs> Don't tell me that, Ellie. Don't tell me the secret to this politics thing is being a child. <laughs> Don't open that can of worms. That's right, Daniel. But, but it's, but it's funny, isn't it? Like, just how, I mean, it just goes to show that every conversation counts. Yeah. You know, you just never know which, which is, you know, so this is, this is the secret. You just got to keep talking. You know, you just got to keep putting, putting these ideas in front of people. And having the guts to be bold, like in that moment, Dave, you could have thought to yourself, "Oh no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask this. That would mm. be silly." Mm. H- had had you not not made that point and had that conversation not been had, well, you probably wouldn't have got half a million dollars on Monday. Wow, that's exactly go, right. Jay. The first time uh. ever that not having a filter between my brain and my mouth has paid off in a positive <laughs> manner. <laughs> So, Ali, there's a, a, a fair bit of money in uh, in other regions too. Didn't we get through this whole thing? Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're really excited. So, um, so yeah, so $5 million for the village square at Muldura Riverfront. So, I'm hoping, you know, that, that even though that's Muldura, you know, that that's, that's not it's a quick drive for Robin Bell. So, mm. yeah, if you want to have a, you know, um, a bit of a break in Muldura one day, and certainly that, that's all part of our electorate. Um $4 million for streetscape revitalisation, so that's really good for Birchip and Witcherproof and Sea Lake in, in our electorate. Um, and, I mean, you know, you guys know from Robin Vale, you know, if you give money to a small town, the, 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 the level of innovation and cooperation and, and input and buy-in from the community just, just makes that money go so far, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm, I'm just so excited to see what, what these guys can do with that $4 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so you obviously Robin Vale, the, the half million. Um, Muldura also for worker accommodation got 800000 so that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, sea Lake is going to get a visitor information centre, which is going to be co-located with, at council. They got three hundred grand for that. Hooray! Um, and, yeah, about time! That is so exciting. Yeah. And, um, and in addition to that, and, and this is a really cool little project too. I'm very thrilled for Oyen, forty three thousand dollars for their um, for stage one of their community gym. So the, the cool thing about this is when when I looked at the list, it's like you know these are the things that never quite seem to get the money ever. You know, yeah. um, the, the small towns are the ones who are waiting the longest. So they always sort of seem to be kind of towards the end of the queue. I, I was thrilled yeah. to see so many of my little small towns. Yeah, um, getting this really helpful funding, and it's it's a really good example of uh, particularly the small towns and the active community groups within those small towns that when yeah. they have a really well constructed plan that is to the point of being completely shovel ready that if they got the money they could start digging tomorrow, how beneficial yeah. that can be, but also that communication between tiers of government. So keep your council yes. informed keep, so that we can then keep the departments in, uh, informed because if, if the, the department knows, they're the ones that make the recommendations to the ministers. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And, and but, but, I, but I think, you know, and, and based on what you've said, though, I think that Robin, the, the case of Robin Vale here, this is going to be a little story that I will tell a lot because I think that it's an extraordinary story, Dave. You know, mm. the idea that it just started from a conversation, you know, and and the bit about you know the the, the um, you know in your mind you thought oh, I probably shouldn't ask this but you did mm. and and then it, it comes to this you know I think that that's a really good metaphor for um, our our how politics should be done more often in our electorate you know I think that sometimes in our electorate previously um, you know and and it goes you know we we come from pretty stoic pioneering stock you know it's sort of like oh you know you wait to be asked you know you, know, you don't sort of want to be too forward about things mm. you know that's sort of part of our culture 
Um, but I think we need to be more bold. And and when 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 you know, um, that's in dare to dream. Mm. You know, and these things can happen, whether it's a small scale or a big scale. I, I really think this is the recipe for success going into the future. Yeah, and just all credit to our CEO John McClendon, who didn't shut it down straight away and because we were sitting in a housing strategy seminar at the time um, yeah. and we were talking about, oh, we just need a million dollars to invest in and start building houses. And he kind yeah. of sat back and I, I fully expected the whole, that's, yeah, not, that's, not, that's, that's yeah. not the role of council, yeah. which is something I hear a lot. That's not the role yes, of council. Yeah, yeah. Um, rates, roads, rubbish. You hear yeah, that? Like, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rates, roads, rubbish. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't shut it down. He was the one that took it to regional development Victoria and said, hey, why don't you guys chip in for this as well? So, you know, it's, yeah, it has really been well. a, a, yeah, one of those, exactly what you said, dare to dream and don't be scared to ask the questions because you never know. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. So so a really good outcome on, on Monday. The thing I was disappointed about and it hit my team really hard too, like we, we were in a bit of grief for at least half a day on Monday, was that um, of the billion-dollar funds um, for schools, um, none of our schools got funding. So no, I, but I noticed Footscray oh. North got sixteen million of that. What? Well, you know, yeah. it's just hard. You know, it's hard school. when you see that. Um, but look, you know, one of the things that we are consoling ourselves with is the fact that um, this was not the state budget, right? Mm. This was this was um, a, 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 we'll call it a special round of funding. Um, which was, um, you know, um, a response to the COVID crisis to be able to get shovels in the ground right away to get jobs happening now. Mm. Um, that that was the purpose. The, the state the state budget hasn't happened, but will will happen in October. Um, and so we we're, we're just focused on that now, my team. You know, um, in terms of those things that that we hope to get. As always, the Robin Bell Sea Lake Road, which you guys know is like, you know, one of my top, top priorities and, and the top road priority for me, mm. um, but also our schools. You know, we've got a number of schools that, that really need and deserve some help um, and, of course, rail, you mm. know. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep going with those, um, you know, and as I said to the guys on Monday, it's like, you know, we, we get these wins and these wins are absolutely fantastic, but our job is to always look for the next horizon, mm, you know, right. where yeah. our, our work is never done. <laughs> um, mm. You know, we've, 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 we've always got another another goal, um, you know, and, and, and very worthy constituents who, who need, who are equally deserving. So, um, yeah, we just we just keep going. Mm, that's right. Yeah, your brother Don asked on the Facebook page the other day, Charlie, about the roads funding the $2.6 I went, that's old money. And <laughs> that's actually started to hit the ground the two point nine million um, is is designed to to get that road back up to a hundred. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not suggesting that that that, that um, completes the job by any stretch. You know, I am completely aware, and and I, you know, will, will tell anyone who will listen and push it all the time. Similar, I did say to the your story just before about the the discussion in Canberra, like I. Whoever I can bail up at any time, I mentioned the Robin Vale Sea Lake Road, mm. um, and and the fact that it needs to be essentially rebuilt, mm. um, and and even more so as a result of the stalling of the Murray Basin Rail project, and we constantly you know mentioned that um, it, you know exacerbating factor. Mm. Uh, and my attitude is we'll we'll get there in the end. Mm. Um, it's just a matter of persistence. The other thing we need to touch on, and we want people to get involved in, is the two um, surveys. Charlie, I'll let you cover this. Senor on the committee for the Mildura Base Hospital changeover. 
Well, so is Ali. She's actually the chair, but <laughs> she can probably tell Well, us both more. of you. But uh, I have. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll I've, I've reposted it on Facebook, but there is a, a future healthcare need for the Mallee uh, survey uh-huh. that's currently up. So this is our chance, I suppose, to have a say in what goes on in, with, with the healthcare system. So it is based yeah. on Mildura, but also it's got to do with Rumbell, so it's worth um, getting in there and having your say, I suppose. Mm. Absolutely, sure. and and because and Robin Robin Vale is so relevant to this because under sort of with, within our our little region, hospital region, you know, Mildura based Hospital is kind of seen as the the peak hospital for um you know uh, for Mallee Track and for Robin Vale. So so it's it, it's definitely um you know as as important for you guys as it is for Mildura. Um and and as we've said before, you know, the the, the government has put a million dollars into this exercise to to um, to uh, find out from the community what it needs from its hospital, um, you know, it, it, for the next generation or generations. Um, mm. It's not a token exercise. It's a very serious exercise to to mine the, the information that the community has about what, what we need. Um, so we want everybody to get involved and, and really embrace this opportunity. Yeah. So, and people do. They, you know, people will sort of say, "Oh, we didn't get a say in this," and with regard to whatever issue it is, until it becomes an issue that directly affects them. But so, this is your issue to have a proactive say in how you want your hospital to look into the future. Mm. Absolutely. And and look, you know, and and I I know, um, you know, with, with some things, people might be less likely to engage because they might think, "Oh, you know, like for example, disability services. Oh, no one in my family's got a disability. What are the chances of, of me getting a disability? It could happen, but it's not likely. But in mm. terms of a basic hospital care, pretty likely that at some point you or a member of your family um, is going to come into contact with the hospital. So um, so you can take that for granted, that, that, that you, you do have a direct interest in this. Um, and it's so important while, while these opportunities are live um, to, to be involved. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I'm very excited about it. And, and, and so then there's two surveys out at the moment. So, so one of the surveys um, relates to the, the general healthcare needs of the community um, and the other one is to do with the brand. So get on board and we'll put it up on socials and our website and things as well. And we've got subscribers to the website, so we'll send it out. But anyone with, this affects anyone with kids, really. As you well know, Ali, we saw a story on your Facebook the other day about little Jed having to go up to the hospital. Is he okay? I know. I know. Yes, yes, he's fine. He's fine. But he may be allergic to peanut butter. Um, so we'll we'll find out more about that when, when I can bring myself to take him in for his blood test. Mm. Um, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not a good like parent in, in medical situations. Um, as Charlie knows, cause I ran into Charlie at the hospital at about 11 o'clock at night when we, oh. when we took him in. And <laughs> Just pro- the face Charlie, you want to see. It was lovely. It was great to see Charlie because it's great to see familiar face in a stressful situation, you know. Um, but Jed was not happy to see Charlie, no. so he started mm. getting very distressed. Yeah. And, and I, just, yeah, I don't was, think the mask was hard to I think the mask. No, was the mask exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> so Charlie was wearing a mask, of course. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that 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 didn't help either. You know, but you do realise. I mean, it, I was there at the hospital. Um, you know, I saw Charlie, which was great. Um, but the, also the 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 you know the nurses who were attending to Jed and and the doctors were just so good. Um, and and so caring and and patient. Um, at one point, we had to get three lots of medicine into Jed, and he 
Hayes medicine at course, and so it took three of us to like hold him. You know, oh, I'm holding no, yeah, it's awful. And the medicine, like, got, you know, he spattered out, and then we had to try again. And, you know, through all of that, you know, the nurses were just so great, and and it's been it's been a bit of a tough a tough journey, really, for for, for someone like me, um, you know, fighting for the hospital model to be changed, to be returned mm-hmm. to public management, where there's been certain um, certain you know opponents to to me um, in the mix, um, you know, long sort of accusing me of having a go at staff. And, and you kind of, which was never the case, you know, like, I mean, and, and one thing I would, I would constantly reiterate is that, you know, um, a, a lot of the time, the, 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 the information we were getting about patterns of concern were coming from staff. Um, but of course, because um, staff at a privatised public hospital don't have whistleblower protection, um, they had to be particularly careful about their identities remaining confidential, mm. which which meant that um, it was it was difficult to, to be able to. I, I had to be the ones that are going out saying these are the issues, um, and and because the staff staff people their names couldn't be out there, you know, it was easy for, for opponents of mine to just say, oh well, look, Ali Cupper is against staff. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so, and, and which which was always the most heartbreaking. It used to devastate me when that argument would be run. You know, because mm-hmm. that was that was absolutely not the case. And one one of the, the the most rewarding things about the hospital going back to public management in September is going to be that all staff will get an automatic pay rise, and that's mm-hmm. in the form of salary packaging, which they have not had access to for twenty years. Um, that'll bring them. That'll bring their disposable income up. To I think of four thousand dollars more a year, um, wow. which they can spend on their families, they can spend in their local economy, um, and and so um, yeah, so it kind of got me like a bit choked up even writing about that the other day, you know, about how wonderful those staff were, knowing how many times they have been told by my opponents that I I I am against them mm. and out to get them, you know, um, they they really are extraordinary and, and um, yeah, I'm so grateful to mm. what they do for what they do generally, but also the care they gave to my son. And at the end of the day, it, it's not it's not actually the staff that's a problem; it's the system. Yeah. So and they're they're working well, that's, within that's their, right. their guidelines and they're doing a great job. Like we can we go there a fair bit and uh, obviously for work and can't fault them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of personality, like nurses, nurses and doctors and ambos. That's that sort of personality that they're just there to to help people. It's the the game, not the players, yes. or was the that's, game? That, that's that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So so look, and and that's one of the things. I mean, I look the the this this um issue had to be fixed. You know, it it, it was never going to be sustainable. Or fair that, that we continue to be the only the only hospital in public hospital in all of the state that was privatised. Mm. You know that 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 um you know I, I would sit in a parliament with with um you know MPs from every different colour you know Liberal National Labor Greens. None of them were asking for their public hospitals to be privatised. Mm. Yeah. Not not once, right? And you've got to ask a question about that. Well, if it's so good, why isn't everyone wanting it? That's exactly yeah. right. And and, 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 and so, look, it, it had to happen. We had to have this discussion. We had to have this Barney with, with the, the government, with management, whatever, 
we, we finally got to where we need to be now and now we can rebuild all of that. We can rebuild those relationships. We, we know that now we've got our hospital back, it's never going to be privatised again. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of that. Um, and and so that, that's what I'm looking forward to, onwards and upwards. Yeah, onwards and upwards with a lot of things. It's been, it's been a really, off the back of a really, really crappy five months to start the year. Yeah. The last week yeah. has had... You know, a lot of people going, yay, thank goodness, <laughs> myself included. Yes, so, well, yeah. Before well, you know well, it, we're well, pubs well, that's open. That's, that's the holy grail, Charlie. Mm, that is the holy I, grail. I, I can't wait till we get that restriction lifted. You're, you're really feeling this isolation thing, aren't you? It is. It's hard. Yeah. Hard work. Well, I'm actually enjoying going to work. Well, well not that I, I normally enjoy going to work, but even more. But it'd be hard for you because yeah. you're such a social person and you live alone like you would be what don't roll your eyes i'm just i'm that's not a dig i'm just saying that for you like for us because you know we, we live it and ellie be in the same boat because she's you know at home with ben and jed and i'm at home with uh, kids and luke you know we crave isolation at times <laughs> yeah, <I was> gonna- <laughs> <laughs> what isolation from each other yes yeah. <laughs> isolation from everybody. yeah that's exactly right but um yeah charlie's finding it a bit hard which is which is yeah. fair i'll enough. get over it oh, i'm sure you will yeah. i'd kill for a sausage sizzle right now yeah. anyway ali we will catch up at some point it'll be good to have you back in robin vale um but thanks for sparing us some time today much appreciated no worries guys catch up soon we are living in unprecedented times this calls for unprecedented action. Yeah, yeah. We know these are unprecedented times and the new normal, but we all still have to eat, so we may as well eat well. The Jack Bar and Bistro are still doing zero contact takeaway, Monday to Friday. And now is more important than ever to support the dreams of small local businesses. Head to the new website for the menu. Although, given the gaps in supply chains at the moment, the menu is subject to change on a daily basis. Call ahead with your order and we shall bring it out to your car when it's ready with Albert the FBOS machine. The Jack Bar and Bistro. You still have to eat, so Al and Dean are still cooking. Head to the website for all the details, robinvalebridgemotel.com.au. I know what she's doing. I know. I'm doing a K a day. Are you doing a K a day? Yeah, I did one this morning. Yeah, okay. And when was the last time you did a K before that? Uh, well... No. Well, yesterday I played golf, so I couldn't do the K. I've done a night shift and I played golf, mm-hmm. so I couldn't do it that day. Mm-hmm. But before the night shift, I did. Are you running these Ks? Sometimes. I thought the deal was that you were supposed to run a K. Yeah, but I can, yeah. Each day. Has this been recorded? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got my earphones on. Well, I can hear you. Oh, nice. You're sitting right here. Oh, good. Uh, yes. Your tone changes as soon as you know you're being recorded. I know. Yeah, I don't like that. What? I need to be more covert and just, I know it's illegal, but record, <laughs> record you when you me. don't know you're being recorded. No, so. You're on your phone and I didn't know if you were talking yeah, to be, me or not. Because I'm on Katie's Strava oh. um, and having a look at, she's done 19Ks this week, which is terrific. She's done, she's at 80Ks. Around 80Ks, which is awesome. How many days have got left? Well, it's the uh, 20th, today? so 20th we've got 11 days. 11 days. Yeah. Um, and she needs to do 150. Yeah, she needs to lose the weight vest. Yeah. Like she's doing – her last run I looked at was 7.5Ks or something, which is great, but made easier if she wasn't wearing the yeah. weight vest. And I know it's a tribute, but 
Just every now and then take it off. Take it off, yeah. (laughs) Take it off and leave it at home. Just take the photo with it on. She's doing a great job though and she's in Melbourne at the moment for work so um, we couldn't actually talk to her but we have got the links and stuff on our Facebook page and on our website for her fundraising efforts. Now all the funds raised from this and this has turned into quite a big – there's a Strava club. You're on Strava, aren't you, Charlie? Yeah, I know but I can't work it out. It doesn't seem to – What do you mean? Well, because I use it on my watch. There seems to be a lot of excuses coming from you. No, because I, I want to have it every morning because I ride to work now. Yes. So I want to have pushy. Yeah. Are you motorbike? No, pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be tracking it. And then I've been hitting it on my watch and it doesn't, for some reason, transfer. Well, you've just got to sync it. No, I have. It just it just doesn't work. It's Well, you know why it doesn't work? Because of all this Android mechanics yeah. that you seem to be wanting to drive. Yeah. Switch over to Apple and it's flawless. Yeah, Anywho. I'm sure it is. Um, so on – I need a new Apple Watch too. Um, just saying. If anyone out there from <laughs> Apple is listening. <laughs> Who knows? Stronger <laughs> things, stranger things have happened. It's your chance to get your <laughs> brand out on the Rumble podcast, on the Vale podcast. Oh, shush, leave me alone. But the all these funds, her fundraising effort goes to Police Legacy, which look after families that have had um, their loved ones um, be killed in the in the line of duty. So, One of my co-workers in Mildura is doing the exact same thing. Yeah. It's turned into quite a big thing, which, yeah. is, which is awesome. And Peyton, Peyton oh, yeah. over there, yeah, ended up getting a video – from so did you see yeah, his Lego yeah, on Facebook? Pretty cool. yeah, yeah, so the Blue Ribbon Foundation shared it, and from that, the Victorian Police Air Wing got hold of it. Yeah, that little bit. G'day, Peyton. We heard about your Lego. Fantastic that you've built a police helicopter and a police car. Some of us here worked in the police cars, and now we're on the helicopter. So it was great to see your pictures, and thanks for sharing them with us. It's a great job you've done. Did that little yeah, video, nice. which is really what did he, he say? Nothing. He was frozen for a start. Oh. I should have taken a photo. He's all like this again. He's a bit like you. He's all very <laughs> lippy before, you know, when there's not a microphone or a camera around. But put a microphone in front of him. Anyway. He's, he's colouring in. He so. is colouring in. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you haven't donated to Katie's cause, then please do. Links are on the Facebook. Yes. And actually, I've got to get around to that. Where are you going for your next holiday? Manangatang. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've got holidays in July, so Lake Benin maybe. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Well, they haven't even like. There's no real inkling yet of when Victorian travel might open up, even regionally. Yeah. So. Even just a week in the in the Barossa be good, or something like that. McLaren Vale. McLaren Vale's nice. Mm. Mm. You can go to Pyangle. The winery there. Yeah. <laughs> just go stay in Andrew Peace's lawn. That's, well, why yeah. not? There's a cabin at the front there. Tent. That'd be good. Yeah. Some geese. They'll keep you entertained. That'd be good. Yeah. Why not? A bird. I actually meant to bring you a bottle of Andrew, but yeah, the geese, the bird. What other geese are there? Well, I'm not going to stay out there with, with birds, especially <laughs> be, big ones like a geese. They're good-looking geese too. No, that's right. <laughs> I was being for sale. I don't honestly expect you to sleep with geese. No, as in chooks, geese are in the same uh, thing as chooks. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, you've got a bird thing. Yeah. A- Is it all birds? How do you go in spring oh. or September when the magpies are out? How well, do you cope with that? Well, I don't, who pats magpies? Do you? Because I won't go. Out, I won't exercise outside September, October. There's only uh, I know, and this year wasn't too bad in the golf club. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one magpie that gets me all the time. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, I would this, pay money to see it. This year it didn't. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, they say that magpies have got that memory thing. Yes. Where that once they 
they're used to you mm. coming around. Mm. They kind of don't worry about it. Mm. So last year wasn't so bad, but the year before, every time I walked Harley through there, bang. Don't play golf. Or don't walk through there. No, well, uh, unless the golf clubs removed them nicely and relocated them. I don't know. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is um, I meant to bring you a bottle of Andrew Peace wine. And it's that old story that, yeah, it was sitting there. And then you drank it. I drank it. Of course you did. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. I've nearly finished their website and shipping will be free when we launch oh, We launch that. So I'll well, send no. you some. Yeah. <laughs> it's safer. It happens. Exactly. Charles, thanks very much for coming in to Network House again today. No right. Ciao. <laughs> if you need a lay down after that episode of The Veil, Find a new couch, mattress or bed at Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture Zone.